This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for June 21st. First, listen to these three leading theories behind long COVID-19. A few researchers across the globe are working to decipher the long COVID-19 causes, as well as determine the best ways to treat it. A meta-analysis of over 30 global studies published in April shows almost half of COVID-19 survivors report persistent symptoms four months after infection. Theory number one involves blood vessel damage and clots. A pediatric infectious disease physician in Italy suspects his patients have damage to the cells and tissues controlling blood flow. This amplifies the tendency for clots. Lung scans for just under half of patients with long COVID-19 showed a regular blood flow. Theory number two points to a persistent virus. A microbiologist is leading studies to explore the hypothesis that lingering virus particles after an acute infection drive symptoms in long COVID-19 patients. This team is researching to see whether persistent viruses can definitively be tied to symptoms. The last theory looks at a haywire immune system. An Australian immunologist is diving into a revved up immune system that's behind lingering symptoms. The hardworking immune system may not stabilize after a COVID-19 infection. Their team led a study involving over 30 long COVID-19 patients. After analyzing the patient's blood, the team found that cells fighting the infection still hadn't calmed down eight months after testing positive. Second, in more news about long COVID-19, a study finds it's less likely after Omicron than Delta. A smaller portion of people infected during the Omicron period experienced longer COVID-19 symptoms compared to those infected when Delta was the dominant strand. Researchers from King's College in London used data from adult patients in the UK who self-reported symptoms to an app. Experts warned the large number of Omicron-infected people means there could still be a significant global increase in people experiencing long COVID-19. Third, a study finds pandemic-era flu shot rates mirror COVID-19 vaccine polarization. Researchers looked at adult state vaccination rates for both COVID-19 and the flu over two academic years. They say the findings warn of a declining trust in public health. Eased COVID-19 measures have put the population at further risk for disease threats like the flu. During the first pandemic year, flu vaccination rates held steady. In the second pandemic year, rates fell almost 5% in states with below average COVID-19 vaccination rates. Conversely, states with strong COVID-19 vaccination rates saw increased flu vaccination rates. Researchers note this observational study didn't directly measure people's beliefs or prove mistrust in vaccines drove down flu vaccination rates. Fourth, NYC Health Plus Hospitals partnered with New York City's Health Department for a long COVID-19 symposium. 
This event aimed at advancing care coordination for residents experiencing persistent symptoms. More than 400 clinicians and social service providers attended the early June symposium. The agenda covered best practices for clinical reassessment, referral, and treatment of long COVID-19, as well as social support services available to those with long COVID-19. Fifth, the World Health Organization shifts away from endemic versus non-endemic when reporting on the global monkeypox outbreak. They're calling for a, quote, unified response that is needed, unquote. Here are three more monkeypox updates. One, as of Friday, there have been more than 2,500 cases globally. In America, there have been 113 confirmed cases across 20 states and Washington, D.C. U.S. public health experts have warned the low number of monkeypox tests performed could be obscuring true infection rates. Two, in a health alert last week, the CDC warned the presentation of monkeypox may mirror some STIs. Clinicians should not rule out monkeypox in patients with rashes that appear characteristic of more common infections, like syphilis. Three, the WHO is slated to convene this week to decide whether the monkeypox outbreak constitutes an international public health emergency. A declaration like that would further advance international coordination on response efforts. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday afternoon? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.